Come on, there's nobody like him, amen. There's no one who is like the Lord, nobody. Who compares to the Lord? Nobody, there's nobody like our God. He's an awesome God, he's a mighty God. He's faithful and he is strong. Come on, one more time before you sit down. Let's give Jesus the best that we have. We love you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Hey, you can sit down, you can sit down. We're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna cruise right along. I just feel like I have a word to give you tonight and uh, just wondering who's glad to be at the first, first Wednesday of 2022. Welcome everybody online with us tonight as well. This is, this is, well, is kind of like a family meeting. This is the people who really love City Hope Church. I mean, just coming on the first, don't tell them on Sunday, okay? Because they love it too. They love it too. But I just, this is, this is a, a room of believers, a room of people who are really bought in. And, and I'm so thankful that you're here tonight. And um, I, I want to just give you a, a couple things before I get into the message. First, this coming Sunday is a big weekend because we kick off a brand new series called Breaking Free, but we also kick off 21 days of prayer and fasting. It's going to be incredible. <clears throat> it really is. Uh, in, in, the, in the fall of last year, we had over 100 people showing up at 6 in the morning for prayer. If you can believe that, if you, if, you would, if you would have asked yourself two years ago, would anybody show up for prayer at six in the morning? Nah, no, nobody. Uh, over 100 people do. It's pretty incredible to see, and I hope you join us. I hope you give it a shot. I mean, just, just you never know until you try. Can I say it like that? You just never know until you try. It's really powerful. And so that kicks off this Sunday. A brand new series kicks off this Sunday. And, um, and then just a little, a little something for you to know is that we are doing um, the EXO Marriage Conference again in February, February 11th and 12th. And so make sure you sign up for that. You can sign up for that now in the church center because we believe healthy marriages make a healthy church. Okay. So, um, so I want to just dive right in tonight. Um, this year, I'm kind of doing a, something a little bit different with my Bible reading plan. Uh, for the last several years, I have done the one-year Bible. Anybody done the one-year Bible before? Uh, it's been really good for me. I love the one-year Bible. It's helped me be disciplined. It's helped me to be uh, on point. It's helped me uh, read the Bible. I've read the Bible multiple times. But at the end of last year, I found myself getting to the point where I was, I was making sure those boxes were checked. Is anybody with me? Anybody know what I'm talking about? You're just like, oh, I got to check that box. I got to check that box. And I'm also, because I invite other people into the plan. And so I'm thinking, well, if I don't check that box, they're going to think I didn't read the Bible and I'm the pastor and I'm supposed to read. And it's just mind games, right? And so um, it was, what I realized was I was becoming more concerned about checking the box than I was actually like getting something out of it. Okay. And can I just tell you that when you read the Bible, it should be that you want to get something out of it. And if you start reading the one-year Bible and you come to something that you just can't get past and you keep reading it and rereading it, then forget the rest of it for that day, okay? And just dig in for that. And so here's what I've decided coming into this year is that I wanted to do a little bit different. I'm still going to do the one-year Bible, but instead of getting so concerned about that checkbox, I want to read it. Maybe I should say I want it, I want it to read me, Okay. I, 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 want, I want to get as much out of it. I want, I want to begin to record what the Lord is saying to me more than just to read, okay? And so let me say it this way. I'm not going to read the Bible less, but I'm going to read less of the Bible. I'm just going to read less of it. I'm going to let it speak to me. I'm going I'm to jot some things down. I'm going to journal some things. And so as I get ready for that, I wanted, 
I wanted to invite you in on it. And so if you want to be part of the Bible plan I'm doing, you can go to cityhopefamily.com slash oneyearbible. And um, it's through the Bible app. But what this is, it'll send you to an invitation and, uh, and you can join with me on that. I'm doing the one-year Bible, but it's a little di- different version. And so I just wanted you to know that so that you can, you can be part of that if you want to, okay? So, uh, and I'm bringing up the one-year Bible because I was read- I'm reading it. And on Monday, I came across this part about uh, Noah and the flood. Everybody remember? Like if you have been in church for a while, you might know about the story of Noah and the flood. And as I'm reading, I keep seeing... In chapters 8 and 9, there's three phrases that keep popping up over and over again. And if you see that, then you might want to just pause and ask yourself, God, are you trying to say something to me? Right? And so uh, the phrase was, be fruitful and multiply. And I'm like, we ain't having no more kids. <laughs> we're we done. We've, we've had four. We, we're finished. We're not having any more kids. And I don't think that's what he was trying to say. But I'm like, no, we, we, so was, that can't be it. Um, so, so then we, I, I begin to just journal and just write out, what, okay, what are, you, what are you trying to say? So it's, it's uh, Genesis chapter 8, verse 17 is where you see be fruitful and multiply. And then verse 22 says something that really stuck out to me as well. It says that as long as the earth endures, seed time and harvest will never cease. All right, so seed time and harvest, cold and heat, summer and winter, day and night will never cease as long as the earth is here. And I'm pretty sure he's not going to destroy the earth anytime soon. So, so like, like, at some point it will happen, but like, we're here, okay? So seed time and harvest will never cease. Now, I begin to think about that. So, so in order to be fruitful and multiply, it requires something. In order to be fruitful and multiply, it actually requires seed time. Everything in life requires seed time. Your existence on the earth today required seed time. I won't get into the specifics of that, but you're here because of seed time. Okay? You're here because you know how it works. Okay. But here's the thing, you can't have multiplication without seed. Think about it this way, when you plant a vegetable, you don't just get one for one, do you? You don't get one one tomato for one seed that you planted. You get a lot of tomatoes for the one seed that you planted. You don't just get one ear of corn, you, you get a stalk with many ears of corn. It's a multiplication process. And so when you plant vegetables, it's not a one for one, it's multiplied. And God tells us six different times in the first nine chapters of the Bible, be fruitful, multiply, be fruitful, multiply, be fruitful, multiply. And he, he gives us the what he wants us to do, and then he gives us the how. We've got to plant some seeds if we're going to multiply. We're going to plant some seeds if we're going to grow. We're going to plant some seeds if we want to see the goodness of God in our lives. And so I journaled about it on Monday. And as I wrote, it kind of reminded of me of this season that we're in right now. Okay, it's the new year, new me. New year, new me, Pastor Ben. New, got, my, got my new kicks on. New year, new me. I just need a gold chain. I'll be awesome. It's going to be great. Like, like, I just, like new, new year, new you. New, you everybody's got their, their wishful resolutions going on. Everybody's got their high hopes. Got high, high hopes for whatever. Everybody's got them. 
We're, we're trying, we, we want to see great things happen. And, and so it's a season of high hopes. And, and probably some of you, you've had, you've had desires every year. Every year you come to the first of the year and you go, man, I really want to do this this year. I really want to see this happen in my life this year. I want to be a better person. I want to act better. I want to do better. I want to quit doing this habit. I want to ditch this addiction, whatever the case is. But, but here you are in 2022 and you're still... You still got it going on, right? You're still struggling with that issue. You still haven't lost the weight or whatever the thing was for you. You still haven't done that. You're, you're still struggling. You still keep coming up short. And so here's, I, I just have a question for us. What, what if, what if the struggle that you've been having, what, what if the thing that you were hoping you could become or the thing that you were hoping you could ditch, what if... It has something to do with the way, with the seed that you've been sowing in your life. Can I talk like that tonight? What, what, if, what if what's going on in your life right now actually has something to do with the decisions you've been making? And it's not everybody else's fault. But it's seed that you've been sowing. And it's things that you've been doing. And so the principle of sowing and reaping applies to everything in life. It's not just a farm and a garden terminology. It's not just that kind of jumbo, that lingo. It's a real thing. It applies to everything in life. And it's paramount. I want to tell you, it's vitally important for us to understand that what has happened in your life up until now is largely a result to, to the seeds that you've sown. And I say largely a result because I know that there are things that have happened to you that were outside of your control. You didn't ask for it, and it happened to you, and I'm sorry about that. And it was outside of your control. But there's a lot, for most of us, the majority of us, it's because we sowed some seeds. And, and so um, today what I want to do is just look at this idea of sowing and reaping. Seed time and harvest. And I want to take a few minutes and talk about some principles of sowing and reaping. Then we're going to talk about some, some practical ways that you can reap a good harvest in your life because it's 2022. You've got some goals. You want to see some things in your life. You want to draw closer to the Lord. You want to be a better husband, be a better Christian. You want a better marriage. You want, a better, you want, your, you want to be a better parent, whatever the case is. <clears throat> but first, I want to do this. I want to look at four, four types of seed. Okay, These are not the only types of seed, but they are four types of seed. And I'm going to just real quick give them to you. The first, <clears throat> first type of seed is your thoughts. And your thoughts are largely influenced by what you take in. Uh, largely influenced by the things that you watch, the things that you listen to. That's, that's, um, that's how your thoughts are influenced. And you're taking seed in, into your life. And now, and now that seed's beginning to grow. And your, your thought life begins to affect your attitudes. Y'all can say amen or oh me, either one, right? Because uh, it's true. It, 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 your attitudes, and it may be a good attitude or maybe it's a bad attitude. Maybe it's your, your sour thoughts turn you to a place of, I can't stand her. I don't want to see her face. I don't like this. I don't like that. And then that, that influences your words, how you're going to respond to that person, how you act to that person, or maybe the things that you say about a situation, <coughs> the situation or that, whatever it is. And then that influences your actions, influences your actions. This goes against everything, <coughs> everything you're taught about public speaking. But I'm going I'm to take a minute 
if that's okay. Um, is that okay? Because I'm, I'm gonna do it anyway. I'm, gonna, I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry. Everybody's got the got the the cough going on. So um, let's talk about it. Let's talk about this. Um, as we walk through this tonight, I want you to ask yourself a question. I want you to ask yourself, what's the one thing in my life that if it changed would make all the difference in the world? What's the one thing that I'm hoping for this year that if it changed would make all the difference in the world? Think about that as we process these principles of sowing and reaping. And know this, this is really simple. My message probably is going to sound like a kindergartner wrote it, okay? Because it's really simple. But you reap after you sow. It's real simple. You don't reap before you sow. You don't don't reap during your sowing. You you actually reap after you sow the seed. And it's like this. Um, I went to the gym a couple weeks ago, and I didn't leave with a (laughs) six-pack. I mean, what's up? I sowed a seed. Where's the six-pack? You know, where... Where's, where's, where's the muscles? No, because I got to sow a lot of seeds, don't I? I got to go a lot. I got to make it a priority in my life. I've got to sow some seeds. So a lot, of, a lot of times we want the fruit of the Spirit in our lives. We want the love, joy, the peace, patience, the kindness, but we haven't sown any seed. God, I want a great marriage. Sow the seed. Lord, I, I, want, I want better kids. Sow some seed. I want, I want something, <clears throat> I want to see greater things, sow the seed. Um, anybody like corn on the cob? <clears throat> I do. Somebody had to sow the seed for you to enjoy the corn on the cob. I like it, but somebody had to sow that seed. You can't enjoy it unless you first plant the seeds. Now, if you don't like what you're, if you want a different life in 2022, you're going to have to sow some different seeds because you can't keep sowing the same thing (coughs) that you've been sowing and expect a different result. Um, Think about it this way. If you walked up on on Farmer Fran out in Wichita County, he's he's growing growing some stuff. I don't know what he's growing. I don't know what grows around here. But you go out there and and his fields actually, it's just, it's vacant, it's bare, it's got a lot of weeds on it. And he's just, he's kind of sitting at the fence post. He's looking out. And you say, hey, what's up, farmer? He goes, not much. And what you doing? I'm just waiting on my crop to come in. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Yeah, just waiting on my corn. Oh, you planted corn. No, I hadn't planted any yet. I'm just waiting on it to come on in, though. (laughs) That that doesn't make any sense. Farmer Fran, I think, I think, I think you're, you might be losing it because you've got to sow seed first. You don't just, you don't just go wait for the, the corn to come. You, like, you have to sow the seed. Am I, am I making any sense? <coughs> okay. So you sow, you reap after, after, after you sow. But the, the second thing, again, kindergarten, kindergarten type stuff here, you reap where you sow. Like... You're going to see a, a difference in, in a specific place that you sow the seed. So you don't just scatter it everywhere. Jesus gives a parable about that. You don't just throw the seed everywhere. You've you got to be specific with the seed. 
So where in your life does the seed need to be sown? Where do you need to put that seed? What's the greatest area in your life that needs breakthrough? Wherever that is, put the seed there. All right, if, if it's in your mind, Ben, I want to see a breakthrough in my mind this year. Okay, then begin to see, uh, sow seeds of faith into your mind. Okay, so sow some seeds by getting into the Word of God. Sow some seeds by reading some Christian authors that'll encourage you. Sow some seeds by getting in a small group. Sow some seeds by, by listening to some worship music. You, you can't just hope that you have peace of mind this year and not do anything about it. And not really like sow any seeds. Like you're going to have to put some work in. <coughs> Excuse me. Everybody's freaking out. No fever, no loss of taste, no loss of smell. <laughs> Fine. Okay. All right. Number three, number three, you reap what you sow. What you sow. Um, again, this is, this, is easy to, this is easy to understand. Um, so if you reap what you sow, I would just ask you, what have you been sowing? Well, I want it to turn around right now. I'm sorry. It might not work like that. You've been sowing some seeds of, of like, you've been, you've been sowing, can I say it this way? You've been sowing crappy seeds for so long. Don't expect everything to turn into roses. I mean, it'll help because manure is fertilizer, right? But <laughs> it's not going to happen overnight. You're going to reap what you sow. So, so what are you sowing? Is it peace or discord? All right, are you sowing joy or fear? Are you sowing, are you sowing uh, gratitude or greed? What are you sowing? And so many times, we're hoping, for, we're hoping to reap something different than what we're sowing. Oh, man, I can't, I can't wait. I'm a, God's really going to do this in my life this year. I'm just asking you again, are you sowing the right seeds to see that happen in your life? If you don't like what you're reaping, then change what you're sowing. If you don't like the way things are going, then change what you're sowing. Do, do, do it differently, okay? And then number four, this is a, just a principle of, of sowing and reaping. Number four is you continue reaping after you sow. I mean, have you ever looked at a, a, a field that maybe it's been a year or two since, since they planted anything, but then there's still crops growing in that field? Like when we lived in... Uh, North Alabama, there's all kinds of different uh, crops. There's corn, soy, cotton. And you, you'd see a field that maybe had a year of rest and they didn't do anything to it. But you look out and there's corn and soy and cotton and all of it's growing in this field. And well, what does that have to do with anything, Ben? You, maybe in your life right now, you, you're thinking, well, I got all of this different stuff popping up in my life. I didn't sow any cotton seeds in my life, but I got cotton growing up. Maybe at some time in your life you sowed some seeds and God rescued you. He saved you. He, he set you free. And you hadn't been sowing any of those seeds, but every once in a while something still pops up. Every once in a while something still rears its ugly head in your life and it's a seed from days gone by. 
Is that, is that making sense to anybody? And so you, can, you keep reaping after you've sown. So, so what do we do about that, Pastor Ben? How do we, how do we go from, how do, how do I get out of that where, where all of these seeds from the past are still coming up? I'll show you. Um, I'm going to give you a, a couple of uh, just practical ways that you can, that, that you can reap a good harvest, okay? Number one is that you've got to prepare the soil. I want you to think about that for a minute. Prepare the soil. What's the soil? It's you. You've got to prepare your heart. You've got to prepare yourself. Um, I'm talking about breaking habits. There's going to be some patterns maybe that you've got to break. There's some hardness of your heart that you've got to break. Hosea uh, chapter 10 says it this way, that sow righteousness and you reap unfailing love. <clears throat> and he, he goes on, he says, break up unplowed ground. Break, break up the unplowed ground of your heart, the areas of your heart that have been, and they've been keeping you down, they've been keeping you hard-hearted, you, you've been isolated. <clears throat> break up those um, uh, that, that fallowed ground, one translation calls it, because it's time to seek the Lord until he comes and showers his righteousness on you, okay? Let me, let me say it this way. Um, well, let me ask you this. Um, how, do you, how do you do that? Pastor Ben, prepare the soil, prepare the heart. How? How do you do it? Um, I think the best way is ask God. Psalm 139 shows us um, a pattern of what we, we can ask God. 139 uh, shows us five things. Lord, search me, test me. Uh, it says, uh, know me, show me, lead me. Okay, I'm going to show it to you. Search me, O God. Know my heart. Test me, know my anxious thoughts. Okay, how do I break up the, the fallowed ground in my life? I'm asking God. I need you to show me the areas of my life that are not like you. I need you to point out to me, show me anything in my life that is offensive to you, Father. And then lead me in the way everlasting. That's what I need. Um, now, when we ask God to show us some things, just be ready because he will. He'll show you some things, and you're going to go, oh, no, 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 that's not it. <laughs> but everybody else knows that's it. That's the thing, right? Now, when you're preparing the soil, you've got you've, you've to be careful that you don't end up in a cycle of continuous preparation of the soil. And what I mean by that is you don't over-prepare it, okay? Um, let me say it a different way. Um, at some point, you have to start planting seed. Some of you, you've been preparing the soil so long, and you keep saying to yourself, one of these days when I get my life right, one of these days when I kick this habit, then, one of these days when I do this, then, you have the when-then syndrome. One of these days, there's going to be opportunity then, and you're, you're plowing the ground in your life, but you're never planting anything, and that's why you're not harvesting the good things God wants for you. <coughs> So, Isaiah says it this way, does a farmer always plow and never sow? 
Is he forever cultivating the soil and never planting? No. Does he, does he not finally plant his seeds? Yes, he plants. And for some of you here tonight, you've, just been, you've been toiling in the soil for so long, it's just time for you to plant the seed. Plant it. Start scattering the seed. Number two, okay, we're going to prepare the soil. Number two, we're going to choose the right seed to sow. <coughs> Say the right seed. Uh, not just any seed. So you can sow whatever seed that you want. Just, re- just remember, you reap what you sow. So you, you can choose to sow the seed of hatred. And guess what you're going to get in return? Hatred. You can sow the seed of fear, and you're going to get fear in return. Um, so if you want to reap joy, what do you sow? Yeah. You walk into the office and you shock people with joy. Man, you're, you're always the party pooper. What happened? I got some joy down in my heart. You just start sowing some joy. Uh, if you need peace, what do you sow? Peace. If you need love, what do you sow? You sow love. Whatever you need, you sow that thing. Um, so, so let me say it this way. If your life is full of drama... It might be because you've been sowing it. I don't know why my life is just so full of drama. I do. <laughs> start sowing, start sowing different seeds. Um, make a decision every day you wake up. I'm going to sow the right kind of seed. I'm, I'm going to sow the fruit of the Spirit. If you want the fruit of the Spirit in your life, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness, meekness, self-control, sow those kinds of things. And remember that, that choices lead you, feelings follow. You're, gonna have, you're not going to feel like sowing those things, but you've got to sow those things anyway. Uh, because what you want to sow, what you want <clears throat> to sow is injustice, Eye for an eye, tooth for a tooth, but, but what happens is you reap calamity. You're going to want to sow trouble, plow evil. Man, I'm, I'm going to get them back. No, no, because if you sow trouble, you're going to reap trouble. All right? We, we, we prepare the soil. We choose the right seed to sow. Then number three, we got to do the work. Do the work to see it grow. Now, <clears throat> that just means you've got to cultivate it. It means that you, you, you don't just plant the seed and forget it. You don't just go to the gym once and like the, all the work is done for the rest of the year. Be awesome. You, you don't just put the seed in the ground and come back later. There's, some, there's something that you've got to do. You've got to cultivate it. You, you might have some weed control, right? You, you might need to... Get the rocks out of the way, the stony ground. You, you, might need to, you might need to water it. And I'm just saying you're going to have to do that with the seeds that you plant. You want to see something different in your life this year, prepare, prepare your heart. Plant the seeds. Do the work. <coughs> do the work. But know it's going to be hard work. It's not, it's not going to be easy. Um. I read this scripture today in Psalm 126. It says that those who plant in tears 
Some of, some of y'all been planting in tears. Some of y'all, you've been, you've been you're wore out because you've been, you've been planting and planting and planting. You, you're wore out. You're, you're frustrated because <coughs> you've been planting in tears. But the promise is that you're going to harvest shouts of joy. I, I love this part. That, that you may weep as you go to plant your seed, but you're going to sing as you return with the harvest. Come on. Don't give up. You keep planting the seed. You keep working. You keep working. You keep working. You don't give up on that seed. You don't give up on that seed because <coughs> weeping may last through the night, but joy yeah. comes. In the <coughs> <coughs> I'm going to have to preach this one again without all the coughs, okay? It, weeping may come. It's going to come. But joy comes in the morning, everybody. And you may feel tired. And, and, and listen, here's, here's the thing. You've, you've got to understand this. There's going to be moments that you're going to want to give up on the seed. Is it ever going to happen? I thought that, that this was what the Lord wanted to do. I was really believing for a stronger marriage this year. I was really believing for reconciliation. I was really believing for deliverance from this addiction. Is it ever going to come to pass? And it's going to be easier. It's going to be a whole lot easier to go back to the old seeds. It's going to be a whole lot easier to go back to, the old, to eat the old fruit that you used to eat all the time because you did it for so long. That's easier for you. It's going to be easier, but you don't do that. It's going to turn you bitter. It's going to turn you against all the things that God has for you, all the things that God wants for you, and it's going to be so much easier to cave into the fleshly desires and to just go back to the way it was before, but I'm telling you, when you do the work, when you do it in tears, it's going to bring joy to your life. You don't give up. Galatians 6, 9 says it this way. That if it, so let's not get tired of doing what is good. What is good? Sowing the right seed. If you go before this, by the way, it's all about sowing and reaping in Galatians 6. He says, let's not get tired of doing what's right, sowing the, the good seed. Because at just the right time, not your time, not when you want it, but at the right time, you're going to reap a harvest of blessing if you don't give up. So 2022 is here. I have great things I want to see for my life, Pastor Ben. You're going to have to prepare the heart. Break up the fallow ground. You're going to have to get in a group when we launch those next month. And you're going to, you're going to have to get real with some people. I think that's one of the best ways to break up the fallow ground in your heart. You're going to have to choose the right seed. Every day, wake up in the morning choosing the right thing to do. Choosing the right seeds to sow. You're going to have to do the work. You're going to have to put it in. But number four... Probably not what you were expecting, but um, you're going to have to repeat it all. Because it never stops. I mean, you, you just have to repeat. Because there's going to be different seeds that you're sowing every day of the week. There's seeds that you need to sow in your marriage, seeds that you need to sow in your family, seeds that you need to sow in your co-workers. There's seeds that you need to sow in your personal life. There's seeds that you need to sow in your freedom. And, and, and you, don't just, you don't just scatter it once. You wake up every day and you prepare the soil. You scatter the seeds. You do the work. And you wake up the next day and you do it all over again. Repeat. <laughs> 
Repeat over and over and over and over and over again. You don't ever stop planting the seeds. Don't ever stop. Because you only reap the harvest if you don't give up. You only see the things God really wants to do in your life if you don't give up. I don't know if this has helped anybody tonight. Um, that does make me feel better because I wasn't sure if it, if really, if it, like, God, what do you want? What do you want to do? I don't even know, like, honestly, I don't even know how to end this. And, and I, I guess I partly, I didn't really put too much thought into it because I wanted to be spirit-led in this moment. Just let the Lord kind of lead us in this. Um, but I think every one of us have something we want to see God do in our lives this year. <clears throat> Some seeds that we want God to sow, or that we need to sow. A breakthrough, maybe. Maybe it's finances. Maybe it's your health. I, I don't know what it is for you miracle I don't I don't know um, but I guess what I do know is that God is the God of promise and he said in Genesis 8:22 that as long as the earth is here seed time and harvest is here and so for some of you maybe you need to maybe you just need strength to keep sowing the seed to keep showing up maybe for some of you like you're on the brink of harvest like I can see it Pastor Ben it's so close and for some of you maybe maybe you're just um, maybe you're skeptical of the whole thing I don't know here's what I want to ask us to do if you would stand up with me and um, I want to ask our prayer team to come to the front. And you know what it is for you. You know what it is, the thing that you're hoping for, that you're believing for. The one thing that if it changed, would change everything for you. I don't know what the prayer team would pray for, for you, but um, I'm going to ask them to pray for you. If you, you know what that is, as we sing this song, we're singing Do It Again. Come on. That's the one I was hoping for. Love it. Um, as we sing this song, if he's done it before, he'll do it again. If he's restored marriages before, he'll restore them again. If he's brought healing before, he'll do it again. Anything he's ever done, he can do now. Anything he's ever done for anyone, he can do for you. We believe that, okay? So let's worship. And if you, have, if you have any prayer need, if you have a thing that you're believing for, something that you're really crying out to God for this year, that you're believing breakthrough, that you're believing for clarity, whatever it is, I only, in this moment, I'm asking God to do it again, to make it clear, to, to, to heal, to deliver, to save, to set free, to restore, to redeem, whatever it is. I want you to just step out of your seat right now. Find a prayer team member and let's pray. Let's believe. Let's agree. Let's believe for greater things in this moment right now. Come on, step out of your seats. 
let's just let's believe let's, let's declare this song you've never failed me yet God you've never failed me yet thank you Jesus that you're with us that you're for us that you go before us you prepare the way 